0: Damn,
1: this really ha- is really happening. Podcast this number it. one. This is
0: podcast number one. The next thing you know, you're going to get the uh, Joe Rogan deal. The Joe Rogan deal? The Spotify. Is at the top of the line? $100 million. The Joe Rogan feature? You think that's like the biggest one? You heard that, right? That yeah. That people got $100 million to be on Spotify? Damn. He's moving to Texas. Yeah. He's tired of California. Are you tired you're of California? Good. Not me. Are we starting this? Mm-hmm. It's on already? It's on. So for those who don't know, who are you, bro?
1: My name is Nasty Neckface.
0: Number one. And uh, what what's this podcast called? Your podcast? Yeah. Or the name of the episode? The name of the the name of the podcast. Oh shit.
1: Fucking um The Septic R V podcast.
0: Is that what it's called? Yeah. Sick. I posted something today, I was like, what should I call it? Full said um All Pod No Cast all pod no cast yeah that's pretty good and then i was thinking rv talk rv talk but then it sounds like i'm making a show about like van traveling or does it, does it yeah ride? yeah yeah there's gonna be some old dude who's like hella into rvs who's like yeah stoked. he's gonna tune in and be like what the fuck is this shit <laughs> <laughs> so you got this new zine uncut death
1: uncut death man that's the purest death you can get is the uncut
0: death you ever died before <laughs>
1: Have I died before? Yeah. Yeah, a couple times. Definitely shook uh, death's hands a couple times. Big one was in uh, in Africa. That was, like, the closest to death I've ever been was in South Africa. And uh, we were going down this fucking gnarly-ass hill in this place called Valley of a Thousand Hills. You can look it up. We got this local to take us to this, like, this ramp in the middle of nowhere over there in Africa. And we're all in, like, a 15-passenger van, fucking... Um, this local was telling us to go this shortcut and he took us down this crazy ass route and we're going down like a straight dirt dirt hill like you could look this shit up on the internet and it's like you know those pictures of like a mountain and it's like got one road that goes like this and there's like a couple houses like here and there Mm -hmm. that's what we're on and fucking uh we're going down this dirt road and we're all drinking and shit fucking like talking shit like damn we'd be fucked if the brakes went out or whatever and then, sure enough, everyone like uh our homie Nuge and P Stone, rest in peace, was in the front in the front seat. He didn't die in this accident, but we heard them be like, "Brakes are out, brakes are out," and they weren't like screaming like "Brakes are out, brakes are out." Like, like it was all good. It was just like, nah. It, I think they were like in shock. Mm-hmm. Like Nuge was in shock. Like brakes are out, dude. Like brakes are really out. All gas, no brakes. We just gonna keep sliding. Snakes in the grass. Watch out for rats and all the line. I cut everybody. All keep heading me and then um we're going down this hill and it starts going boom 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 the whole fucking the whole van just starts going like rattling shits flying all over the place we're like whoa whoa whoa! it starts getting real you know mm-hmm. and we're like whoa whoa, what the brakes e-brake e-brake and then you smell the e-brake burning just like like you smell that shit burning and uh and this full nuge he could have took uh the the dirt road if we went to the right it would have been like a hard right and we would have like we would have basically like flipped down the fucking hill to death, just like straight down. And uh, he took a he took a hard left, and we ended up going through a fucking uh like this metal fence of this like this farm slash house or some shit. And boom, we bust the fence open like a movie. And fucking, there's like chickens and donkeys and shit running out of the way. Like this is real, like Africa. Like we're in it. And um, he heads towards this yurt this yurt and uh there's a lady breastfeeding her her baby in front of it and then we're like oh everyone's grabbing on this shit and we're like oh we're dead and this fool smashed into the yurt half the fucking half the van he he took it to his side just in case like he was the one to go like uh he took it to his side the whole fucking front of the van smashed in the fucking lady ran out of the way just in time and boom we smashed into that shit some boards hit me in the back of the head. Because we had, like, all our gear. We had, like, band equipment, skateboards, like, fucking, like, 15 people in there. like, it would have been, like, uh it would have been what Jake said, a sad day for skateboarding. We would have all been smoked. When we got out. The dude who told us to go that route, his fucking knee popped out. And then P-Stone just went and popped his shit back in. Boom. Gave him a fucking beer. And then we were all just, like, tripping out. Just like, what? Like, everyone was like, dude, we almost got smoked smoked right now like that's crazy and then um and then uh we ended up paying for the fucking yurt that was like a a religious yurt they go in there and like pray and shit and uh we paid for it it was like 300 bucks u.s like we were like they were like oh we the dude came he's like you guys got to pay for the for the yurt or whatever we're like how much is it and he's like it's 300 bucks we're like dude (laughs) here fucking fucking, that's nothing from Mm -hmm. all of us and we paid for it and um and then we got in another van and then we the first batch of people got there, got back to the to the camp safe. And then the second batch, they went and picked up the second batch to, to go in the van and then that break started fucking up. They were everyone that point, jumped out. Just like no everyone jumped way. out of the fucking van and was like, dude, we're walking. Fuck this shit. And they walked for like an hour yeah. to get to the camp. They're like, fuck that. We're walking down this. There's like goats and shit walking next to you and shit. <laughs> it was mm. crazy. But yeah, that was a real, 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 real deal looking death in
0: the eye was that your closest brush with uh with death
1: yeah uh yeah I mean there's been a couple like other other things but yeah that one's straight up like the gnarliest one
0: that is gnarly do you think you go to heaven or hell if you were to die
1: I'm trying to go to hell (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to go to hell there's more probably more uh more fun shit going on over there all the people who party i don't think you go to heaven for partying no it's probably weak <laughs> straight up you think this dude fucking you think you'll see this dude in in heaven what's Ethel's name shit i don't know he hasn't told me yet mm. but it's kind of, i think it's just like a screeching
0: noise yeah i'm about to read the first page of your thing because i was very interested by it, it says, yeah read it a loving a long time ago a misbehaved child was locked in the basement for an entire summer that's you Bored out of his skull, the child stumbled across a dusty old box. Uncle Gabriel's shit, Stay Out, was written across it. Inside this box, heavy metal tapes, fireworks, dark fantasy magazines, and a sheet of acid. Under the spell of acid, the child began to learn how to draw his favorite images. With heavy metal ringing through his ears, a stockpile of drawings emerged that summer. These are these drawings. The child's nasty neck face. Damn, that shit sounds like a movie! Is that a true story? Yeah. How old were you when you found that sheet of acid? Nah, that ain't a true story. Oh, really? (laughs) But it sounds sick as fuck, right? It does sound pretty sick. That's a movie, dude. That came out of my brain. It's amazing. (laughs) I can imagine it right now. It's like a cartoon Genesis story. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so basically all these drawings, all these pencil drawings, like this isn't like my normal, you guys all know my shit, and you know that this isn't my normal type of artwork. But I do draw like this, and... I draw like this all the time when I'm bored. When I'm like, this is this is doodling to me. This yeah. is like doodling to me. So like when I'm watching TV or watching some shit, I'm just drawing like fucking like trying to draw as trying to draw as best as I could. As like, you know, I'm I'm I I, I kind of like try to like transform myself into a different character when I'm drawing this shit. Yeah. So I am thinking that I'm a kid who found acid in the basement who's trying to redraw these Dungeons and Dragons magazines, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this shit's, like, not not perfect, and I like how sketchy it looks, and, like, you know, like, I just keep imagining, like, a kid on acid trying to draw as sick as he can and trying to do the shading as sick as he can. So I just turn into a different character when I'm drawing this shit, and mm. that's what's what's in this fucking, uh in this zine.
0: So when, how old were you when you first started drawing these, like, uh these demonic figures? Damn, I've been drawing like this since...
1: I can remember like uh like my mom has showed me like old ass drawings from when I was a little kid and it's the same thing. It's just like the technique is not all there. Like uh same thing like monsters, heads getting cut off, fucking cut off limbs and shit, mm-hmm. hanging babies, like the same shit that you would see, like if you saw a, a toddler drawing that shit, you'd be like, Whoa, this kid's fucked up. Yeah. But so yeah, I've been drawing the same shit. It wasn't like oh i'm gonna start drawing all these devils and shit now like i've been drawing all this shit since i was a little kid like except i went from colored pencils to like ink
0: yeah <laughs> was there a time where your mom like found a drawing of yours and was like my son is on some shit."
1: hell no <laughs> no way dude my mom's like she's she would see how psyched i was on mm-hmm. on certain things and she's 100 supportive of Sick. everything that we do like she's never been like you know like She's never been like bummed out on, on anything that we do. Like one time I drew like some crazy ass shit. Like I can't even remember what it was. Probably some like hanging babies and some people getting their heads cut off, whatever. And my mom's like, she'll call me up. She'd be like, You drew that? I'm be, like, Yep. She's like, You're crazy. You know, nothing like, <laughs> yeah. nothing like, Oh, something's wrong with you. I got to go get you fucking some therapy or some shit. It's just been like, all, like,
0: she sees a smile on my face, and she's like, let him do whatever he wants. That's tight. When I was growing up, my best friend was, like, from Ethiopia, this dude, Leandre, and we'd record all this rap music, and he would, like, if he ever cursed or talked about weed, his mom would call me and be like, you possessed my son. Oh, like, shit. That pulls under the devil's juice, or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> she acted like he was fully possessed. So yeah. I just wondered, because a lot of your drawings are, like, super gnarly. Yeah. hmm So at, yeah, she- at what point did you go from, like, drawing in a notebook to, like, really writing graffiti? Man, so...
1: I guess I've been writing graffiti since I was probably like eight years old, maybe, because my brothers, my older brothers had a graffiti shop mm-hmm. and um, they had it for about, I think, almost two years. And uh, my mom, she's got five boys. I got four brothers. Right. And uh, the two oldest brothers, they were like, I think, 18 or 19 at the time. And they owned a, a graffiti shop. And uh, and my mom, she would drop us off there she would drop us off there and we'd just be like chilling like fucking eating hot fries and just like you know watching these dudes they're like drinking 40s and like doing like writing in black books and shit and uh and me my brothers and like other little friends and it was like a daycare center like my mom would just drop us off and be out and we'd be there at like a graffiti shop it's like a gnarlier version of like being at a skate shop and we'd go to the back they have like legal walls and shit and we'd find like cans on the ground and then I remember like finding caps and then, like, it being so hard to push down that I'd be, like, have my whole hand going like this, like, pressing down, and I'd write, like, fuck or, like, draw, like, mm-hmm. a fucking, like, mad face or whatever I could draw, you know? I'd just, yeah. It was always, like, I think the first thing I wrote on the wall was fuck, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so, I've always been around graffiti. Like, my brothers are, like, tra- traditional graffiti artists. and um, And then when I was, like, was it like freshman year of high school or some shit i was like man i want to do this i was like i want to start writing on shit i was like I, i was like i need to come up with a name and then i was like i was like damn i gotta come up with some name that no one's ever gonna ever think of or already have because i've i've seen at the graffiti shop like some beef go down like hey i already write fucking whatever i write fucking uh Kool Aid Wizard, yeah, right. Wizard <laughs> Dragon, yeah, Wizard Dragon or Star, you know, like there's <laughs> always like somebody that has the same name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn, I gotta come up with a fucking different name that no one's ever gonna think of. I was like, but what? I was like, what am I gonna think of? And uh, for some reason, um, my homie, this kid Freddie, his name's his name's Freddie, but we used to call him Ring Around the Lip because he had like the dirtiest face, and uh, he would lick his lick his lips and the only thing clean was his lips. You're talking about acne or like actual dirt. Dirt. I'm yeah. talking about straight dirt. How did he get like, that on his face? From just being dude, I was dirty too, but I wasn't licking my face. But uh, we used to call him <laughs> ring around the lip. And uh for some reason he would always say neck. Like we were always in the like kung fu like Van Dam, Bruce Lee, like all kinds of like blood sport, all kinds of sick ass movies and uh and this fool, we'd go we'd go and like beat up kids in the neighborhood and shit. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, Man, when I see that fool, I'm gonna kick him in his neck. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna punch him straight in his neck. He'd always say neck, neck, neck. First things out of his mouth was neck. Like that's the first first thing to attack. And I'd just die laughing, like, dude, why do you say neck? And so that <laughs> word that word neck was always so fucking funny to me. And then um, and then uh and then yeah, I was like, that's that half that's how that's how i got half of it neck face and i was calling people like ass ass jacks or some shit face ass face jacks or i forget what and then i just combined the the two and then when the first time i wrote it i just started laughing and i was like all right this is it yeah i was like and then for 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 the longest time just writing the word neck face was like funny to me and then i was like and then i stopped laughing i was like all right i gotta start writing some quotes under this shit to keep it going, keep it funny to Mm me. I didn't really care what, like, anyone else thought. It was, like, trying to just make myself laugh, like, just writing, like, beat your kids, God owes me money, like, Mm -hmm. all kinds of shit just to keep the funny going or whatever. But, yeah, that's, I guess, I don't know, eight years old is when I started doing graffiti, Mm -hmm. but probably freshman year of high school is when I officially started, I guess.
0: Right. So what are your favorite quotes of all time that you've said? I know what mine is, but I'm gonna let you let you go first.
1: Damn, dude. I got so many. It's like there's some that I I I completely forget about that I'm like, dude, those are good. Um Beat Your Kids is good. Beat Your Kids is good because uh I think if you discipline your kids, they will listen to you. Yeah. (laughs) Like that timeout shit don't work. Like if my mom told me to go sit somewhere. And I'm on timeout for five minutes. I'd be like, (laughs) Yeah, fucking right. I ain't going to do that shit. But, yeah, I definitely got my ass beat. So beat your kids. And, and, uh, I mean, if I didn't get my ass beat, I don't know, I'd probably be a different dude. What's, like, the worst time you ever got your ass beat by your parents? Oh, I got hit with a high heel on the ribs. And it broke skin. Mm. (laughs) That was, like, the only thing my mom could grab. And before the longest time, I used to be like, man, fuck, man. Fuck my mom, man. She just always hitting me. Like I'm always the one getting (laughs) hit. Like all this shit out of out of fucking uh four brothers, like I was the one that would always get hit, but but then like when I got older, I started realizing I'm like, damn, five boys and my dad works every day, like how else she gonna take care of us? Like,
0: imagine me as a little kid. You can't put me on timeout. Like, you got to hit my ass with something. Me, on the other hand, I have, like, (laughs) vegetarian parents, and I was an only child. So, they had this shit called infant massage. This is a true story. So, if I was bad, instead of hitting me or even yelling at me, this happened until I was seven years old. They'd come at me from both angles and start, like, massaging me on both sides. Like, my mom would, like, go for the head, and my dad would go for the hands, and so I would just pass out. So, they were training me from, like, my infancy that if, like, if I was bad, they would just start deep tissue massaging, like, different parts of my body. It's crazy, right? So I'd be seven, and I'd be having a panic attack, you know, freaking out, being like, I don't want to go home from school today, whatever. And my dad would just come up and start, like, put his hands, like, on my forehead and start touching my shit. And my mom would start rubbing my arms from behind, and I would just curb out. And uh, so I I guess we have a pretty different perspective on that. Damn, that's why you're tweaked, huh? That's probably why I'm tweaked. (laughs) (laughs) You're, like, tweaked
1: on the low. Yeah. You're, like, kind of, like, you're ready to burst. Yeah. (laughs) Me, I'm bursting out onto this paper. No. Yeah, definitely. Do you think you would
0: have been different if your parents did infant massage instead of being- Hell
1: yeah, dude. I'd be a straight serial killer. (laughs) For real. If I got infant massaged, I'd be fucking, I'd be pissed off at people. I'd see like (laughs) a spa place on the street and just probably lose it and start fucking shooting people up. Damn, you're lucky you made it out of that one.
0: Yeah, definitely. Or right, for now. Do you think I should beat my own kids or should I massage them to sleep, while asleep?
1: Try both out. Beat them. Massage
0: beat them, you know? Just yeah. hit,
1: hit them and massage it.
0: was like. Yeah, definitely. Give them a little rub. I'll try rub that in. one. My favorite quote of yours is, gentrification means more hoes.
1: Oh, yeah, man. That's a new one. That's a new one. Because I, I just learned how to spell gentrification. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> but, nah, that, that's a new one. And I was like, man. I was in New York. I was like, "This shit sucks." I was like, "This this whole shit is gentrified, man." But there's definitely way more girls out here because of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, Whole Foods Whole Foods brings more chicks.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: <laughs>
0: but it's it sucks to say,
1: but it's true. Gentrification means more hoes.
0: Yeah. Would you rather have it like how it was or or now with all the hoes? Shit, man, that's a double edged sword right there, because. I'd rather have it
1: how it was just cuz how raw how raw everything was before but now it's like so like you know I try to I try to just look at the 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 good side of things you know it sucks gentrification sucks when people are getting pushed out and fucking like their shit's turning into a fucking yoga mat studio or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. but there's definitely going to be more chicks yeah so <laughs>
0: do you still like SF and Brooklyn and stuff like that yeah, I I mean
1: I do, but it's de- for me for me I I haven't lived in New York for 12 years mm-hmm. and for me to be like, man, I remember this place was like this, whatever, and this is like I'm talking about I moved there in 2002. And in 2002 it was a it was a a different place and people from from the 90s were like, dude, this place has changed so much after 9/11, this and that. Yeah. But for me going there after nine eleven, and then until like fucking 10 years after for me to be like damn this I remember how this was yeah. whatever I'm like you know who who am I to who am I to say I remember how this was but if I if I'm saying how New York was
0: before and I can just imagine it now you know what I mean? Yeah, I that make sense. Do you feel like fools in the 70s would pull up in the 90s furiously?
1: Oh, hell yeah. Dudes getting locked up in the 70s and they fucking do their bid and come out fucking the end of the 80s and be like, what the fuck is this? The yeah. fucking cassette player? What is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's been happening since the beginning of time, but I guess that's just how it is. And, and uh, when I moved to New York, it was still kind of raw and it turned unraw and it turned organic.
0: Yeah. What, what are your favorite <laughs> cities nowadays?
1: Uh, My favorite cities, damn. If I had to move to a place, I'd say Australia, Sydney, Australia, or Melbourne.
0: Yeah, I lived in Melbourne for like six or seven months. Yeah. I lived in Brunswick on the north side. Yeah. I you like Sydney?
1: I like Sydney because I got more homies there, but Melbourne's more like city. Melbourne's yeah. more like, Melbourne's like between like New York and SF.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of like, like Vancouver, mix. BC a lot too. How I, like I've never been there, but yeah. Like hella like condos downtown and like yeah, a yeah. huge Asian population.
1: Yeah. Dude, it's sick. It's sick when you go across the fucking entire globe and you find the Chinatown. Yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> Chinatown over here, sick. But uh, nah, I like um, I like Sydney. I like Melbourne. I like fucking um, Vietnam. Vietnam is sick. Did you uh, go to Saigon, or were you up north? Yeah, we went to Saigon. Um, this is tight. Hamburg is fucking sick. Damn, where else?
0: You ever been to Albuquerque?
1: I have been, but not not enough time to like be like hung over there. It's just like Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely partied there. Fucking woke up and dipped. Yeah, for like sure on tour or something. But, uh, but yeah, dude, there's Vietnam is fucking really sick. Thailand's really tight too. Thailand. Yeah. We went to uh, we went to Soy Cowboy. That's where the the lady boys are
0: yeah did you interact with any of them i don't know maybe oh shit <laughs> only one way to find out who bro. who knows dude <laughs>
1: nah we were in we were in there and then um i was with uh with fanta you know fanta Mm-mm. from my rack crew i was with him he was out there in, in uh in thailand he, thailand yeah we're talking about thailand he was in thailand and uh and he met up he's a new york writer mm-hmm. and um and we were in the strip club they're like all, they're all, they got numbers on them and shit. And they're like, uh, I was like, why do they got numbers on them? They're like, oh, if you want a number five, you just say you want number five. And then you, and then I'm like there and I'm like, I'm talking to this fool and he's like local there. And I'm like, I was like that one right there. I was like, is that a, is that a dude? And he's like, yep. And I'm like picking out the hottest ones for real. Yeah. Like straight up, like trying to pick out the hottest ones. I'm like, that one's definitely a chick, dude. That's gotta be a girl. It was like, nope i'm like no way it's like you don't know what you're looking at it's kind of trippy you're like in there just like what is going on but uh, so we're in there and then uh and then all of them go off stage all the girls or girl guys go off stage and then three three ladies come out right one of them comes out before him and she's got all these balloons and shit, and she's just like releases all these balloons and they hit the ceiling and I was, like, all faded. I'm, like, whose fucking birthday is it? What the fuck? <laughs> and then uh, the three girls come out after their butt naked, and uh, they start doing, like, a little dance, fucking whatever. And then we're all, like, tripping out, like, what is this show going on? And uh, they basically get on their back, and they're spread eagle, and then they pull out, like, a blow, a blow dart thing. Mm-hmm. They put it in their pussy, and they're just, like, bah, whew, bah, and shooting all the balloons off the fucking ceiling of the fucking – of the place and everyone in there we're like 25 deep and we're just like what the fuck? just watching these girls shoot all these and they had good good accuracy too But um uh, yeah Thailand's tight how many feet are we talking about from uh dude we're talking the ceilings had to be like probably like 12 12 feet mm-hmm. 12 foot ceilings
0: were you painting out there yeah how's that
1: painting out there was pretty sick I went out with that dude Fanta yeah and um and uh we went paint we went painting in a bunch of spots we hit all the tourist spots and shit that was pretty sick and we had like you know just like auto paint like car like you know cheap car paint or whatever that's all we could get out there and um we had auto paint and this fool's like all right he's like we hit all the tourist spots he's like Hmm. now we're gonna go to like some real deal like grimy like thailand shit i was like all right let's go and we went and there's like like I'm not even lying. There's like old, like
0: white dudes with like little kids. Like the full blown sex tourists. Yeah, that's you saw it with your own eyes. Yeah, that sounds gnarly as fuck. Like, I want I want to do a video about those guys. Dude, it's there. Yeah. We saw
1: it. We saw it, and I was like, this, and they're just looking at me like, like. Looking at me like if I'm in, if I'm there for the same reason too, and I'm just like watching these dudes, like Jesus. That that strip club we went to was like nothing compared to the other shit that we went in there and like had drinks and shit, and it was like some real like dark shit going on over there. How young are you talking about? Fuck, I don't know. Probably like fifteen or something. I don't know. They
0: were young, and the dudes are like seventy plus. Yeah, like old old white dudes. And it I was think like, some of them like moved there for that purpose.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. They're definitely out there doing some dirt, man, but but we we did some tags out there, so, like, I don't know, <laughs>
0: some sketchy, like, sex tourist dude's gonna see me up yeah. in the gnarly part of Thailand. Did you meet that dude, like, 60 out there or whatever? Nah. He's just, like, some Australian dude who lives out there, and he's, like, a tagger, but he's married to, like, the Kim Kardashian of Vietnam. Oh, she's, he came like, up. She's, like, the top follower, like, Instagram influencer, like... The equivalent of I don't even know. Maybe not Kim Kardashian because she's more like social media popping, but like one of these influencer girls. Yeah. And they just like have this sick ass tattoo studio out there. Sick. So that's a cool little like world they've started.
1: Yeah, dude. Some people go to fucking foreign places and they come up big time. Yeah, it's because crazy. they're foreign. <laughs> For sure. And then you just fucking post up. That happened to me a bunch of times in Australia. Just like, you know, I have keys to this chick's apartment, and like to this day. No, <laughs> not to this day, but, like, you go out there, and they're, like, you came all the way from New York, and they're, like, you know, you you get treated, like, this is, like, before the internet was popping off or whatever, you know, and, yeah. like, Instagram and all that. So, you go out there, and they're, like, what? Like, fresh meat, you know what I mean? And yeah. And they'll be, like, yeah, here's my keys. Fucking post up as long as you want. They're, like, sick. That happened to you? Yeah, hell sick. yeah. So, a couple times, dude. Just, like, um. Yeah, I lived in Kings Cross, I lived in Bondi, Surrey Hills, all over. So been, yeah.
0: you fuck with Australia, super heavy.
1: Oh, dude, I lived in Australia from 2004 to 2008, like four or five months at a time. Because in New York, I would, um, I would do all of New York, and then when it turned winter in New mm-hmm. York, you go to Australia, and it's summertime there. Act so it. I was on permanent, permanent summer from 2004 to 2008. Every time it got cold in New York, I dipped. I had, I mm-hmm. I hit, I would hit, like, a gallery up or something. be like, hey, you guys want a show? Or just swindle some kind of free ticket, you know? Mm-hmm. They'd buy my ticket. I'd make my art, have a show. It does good. It doesn't, whatever. And they're like, oh, when do you want to return flight? I'm like, four months from now? They're like, what? You sure? I'm <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> and then I just post up, dude, and I'd just be out there skating. I got a bunch of homies out there and just, like, straight local out there. Do you like a Coles or Wool- Woolies better? Coles or Woolies? Yeah, that's a, the fucking uh, the beer stores. No, that's
0: like their two supermarkets. Yeah,
1: I like Coles because that's the one we live by. Coles is the one. Yeah, I'm surprised you weren't in Melbourne more more time. That place
0: is fucking sick,
1: dude. I did go to Melbourne a bunch because Dustin used to live there. Dustin Dolan, he used to live there, and that's where I first started drinking. Was in 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 Melbourne. You didn't yeah. drink until then. No, I didn't drink until I was 21. Damn. Not even on some like. Uh, Oh, I'm not of age yet. It just like never interested me or or whatever. Yeah. And then I was in Australia for hella long and this fool's partying, everyone's fucking having a good time. And then I was like, man, I was like, I'm gonna just try this shit. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna try it. If I don't like it, I'm over it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh so we're at this place called the Ding Dong Lounge and um and I go to the bartender and I'm like, I'll have what he's having. And Dustin's, like, gnarly drinker. He was, like, drinking gnarly shit at the time. Mm-hmm. And he poured me a fucking Jaeger on the rocks. That was your first drink? First drink. <laughs> Jaegermeister on the rocks, dude. And uh, so I drink this thing. I just fucking chug it. And I'm, like, I don't know any better. I'm, like, I'm not even drunk yet. Yeah. Like, what? I'm not even, like, wasted. Like, this shit didn't even work. I'm, like, give me another one. I scold like, four of them, like, just not even sipping on them just like crushed them right so you're wasted right no not yet yeah until the fourth like mid midway through the fourth one i was like oh shit, it all hit me at once my dumbass thought like soon as it touched my lips i was gonna be wasted but it took a, it took like fucking three drinks to get drunk and i was like oh and then i started like we hit the town dude it was like one of the funnest nights drinking ever like just went to all these different bars different shows and shit like mosh pits and fucking i had paint on me i was climbing on crazy ass shit riding on everything and i was like looks like i'm
0: not drinking like
1: after like <laughs> looks like i'm not not drinking or whatever like i was like it's yeah. on and then it was fucking party time
0: <laughs> what's like your favorite drink to this day
1: my favorite drink to this day is yeah. probably jim beam
0: jim beam yeah yeah straight up jim beam's just fucking pretty grimy yeah <laughs> i like the uh jameson and then like rainier combo Oh shit! Yeah. That's some
1: like up, up, uh, up north shit. No, that's, that's where I'm from,
0: Seattle. Yeah, so that's what my dad drinks every day. He's like a bartender up there, so he put me on when I was like, I guess like twenty, twenty two. Because I used to drink dumb shit. Like I would always get like a, uh, I get like tequila pineapples. Yeah, just like drinks that like homegirls would ask me to buy. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, tequila pineapple that gives you straight heartburn. Yeah, straight
1: up. I used to drink tequila pineapple with a splash of soda. And then I ditched the pineapple, and then it was tequila soda. Mm-mm. And then I was drinking tequila soda forever. Jameson on the rocks, Jameson Coke, Jack and Coke, Jaeger and Coke. <laughs> All kinds of shit. I
0: see the theme, bro.
1: I got a whole book full of, like, my drinking phases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your gnarliest
0: drinking phase? You had, like, a Four loco phase?
1: Nah, no Four Locos, dude. Um, gnarliest drinking phase damn I guess the starter starter kit starter kit is called it's called a starter kit because it would just be a good way to like start your night and a starter kit is uh you get any cheap vodka pop-off or whatever some shit you can't pronounce yeah B- Bottle's got to be plastic and then you get uh any Gatorade any Gatorade flavor and then you put some ice on it shh, dump the whole fucking bottle of vodka into the Gatorade you can't even taste the vodka it just tastes like
0: Gatorade and then off you go. There it is.
1: <laughs> turn me on, turn me loose.
0: So as far as like gnarly ass road stories, when you think of your quintessential like fucked up travel road story, what comes to mind?
1: Damn, dude, that's that's a hard one because we've been on the road so many times, and so much gnarly shit has happened on the road. I could give you some highlights of certain certain ones. Yeah. Well
0: a better question is like if you were to make a cartoon about like, like a visually comical like road experience, what would that be?
1: Damn, any any of these skate rock stories. Skate rock is um we get we get uh like three three bands that are everyone plays, everyone's a musician and also everyone's a skater. And we go say we go to China. We're in China and we dip, we go to every city in China. Boom, boom, boom. We play a show every night and we're rolling like 25, 27 deep, like mm-hmm. hella dudes. And, uh, we play a show, any show we play, any venue we go to, it's like three people on stage and then the rest of the crew is the crowd, you know? So every show is like packed mm-hmm. and it's all homies. And then there's also like all the, all the people who are like fans of like the skating and the bands and shit. And, um yeah we just go we just go cross country and hit every that's how we ended up in South Africa Mexico Mexico fucking uh China like those skate rocks are gnarly dude like they're some of the gnarliest trips I've ever been on when you're rolling 27 deep there ain't too much shit like
0: authorities could do to you they mm-hmm. can't
1: be like hey get out of here and be like tell fucking all 27 of us yeah
0: like, we ain't going nowhere can you think of a particular story like along that road that was like super Ch- gnarly one to tell
1: china dude china when we're in china i can't think of the place that the, the city we were in but we were we were in china and we were playing this venue and jake phelps rest in peace was uh was what was he doing he was talking shit to the band that was playing so there was like these bands playing before us and um I wasn't playing. I don't play instruments, but I was there. Like, but uh, the band's playing. Jake's talking shit, like he does. He normally just talks shit, and these dudes got all butt hurt. And it's like you never had a heckler in the crowd before. Mm-hmm. Like, and this dude's like a hundred years old, and you're letting him get on your nerves. And uh, the band gets pissed off. Jake goes outside. I'm outside, like drinking with Jake on the curb, and then like, uh, and three Chinese dudes come up to us as me and jake are sitting there and uh and the dudes got bottles in their hands they got sing towels in their hands like sing towel if you know that bottle it's like a thick ass bottle like you drop that thing it's not gonna break mm-hmm. and uh these dudes got bottles in their hands and they're like trying to say something to jake and we're sitting down and i'm like oh shit, here we go and i fucking get up because jake's old i think he's like 52 at the time or who knows what the fuck. but I get up in front of these three dudes and I'm like, Jake, go inside, like go inside. And then like a fight starts going on inside. And then that fight comes outside and then Jake runs inside and everyone, there's like one of our bands is playing in there. And Jake's like, cut it, cut it. He's like, everyone outside now, outside now. Like it was them against us. And we're like 30 deep or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It's us against all of them. And then it's just like, a a full-on brawl erupts like gnarly like this is straight out of the movies type shit like the ground is gravel like all you hear is rock and just like fools yelling in Chinese and then you look over you glance and you see Sammy Baca just fucking punching this dude in the face like it was a full-on brawl like um the funny thing about Baca is he was about to have his first kid and uh he's running out to go get into this fight and uh and this fool kenny anderson he's like whoa, whoa chill baka you're about to have a kid he's like he ain't born yet he's like boom and he runs out and he's a like, boom beating the shit out all these fools my homie pat lana fucking um he was inside when when jake said everyone out and there was a there was a fight going on on stage and uh and i'm in i'm in there for this part fight going on on stage and then fucking someone's getting beat up and then i see pat on the balcony up top right and this fool jumps from the top balcony onto this dude, like a floor down. He jumps, boom, lands on the guy. They both get up. He goes, bow, knocks this dude out on stage. And then we run outside and then the the fight's going on out there. And uh, what else is happening? Fucking so much shit is going down. And then I'm like amazed, dude. I'm watching this shit like from afar. I'm like, holy shit. And then like the dudes that I stood up in front of, like to, to block them from beating up Jake or whatever, mm-hmm. I see those dudes coming towards me. And then my role, my role at the, um, on Skate Rock was to do like pyrotechnics and I'd have spray paint on me just cause I was painting and I'd go on stage and I'd do like, like flamethrower, right? Right. So I had paint in my pocket and I see these dudes coming towards me and they're like, nah, 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 saying some shit all pissed off, like coming at me. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So I fucking, they're coming at me quick, right? They were about to whoop my ass. And I cu- I pull out the can of spray paint, and I have the lighter, and I'm like, Whoa! and I start flamethrowing these fools. And I'm, like, <laughs> shooting a flamethrower at their face. And they're like, ah, or whatever. And then someone looks at me, and he's like, do it again, do it again. Like, because it was pitch black, mm-hmm. and they couldn't see. And the flamethrower was the only thing, like, that was lighting the way. So I go into this huge brawl, 30 on fucking 100 or whatever, right? And I'm in there, and I'm flamethrowing fools, like, straight out of a movie dude i pulled yeah. out a flamethrower i'm like
0: Wah!
1: like lighting the way and shit and everyone's like imagine that you're in a big ass brawl and a flamethrower comes out yeah <laughs> like, that's what was going on and then it was like the whole fight happened fools got smoked like we whooped their asses like it was no 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 uh no problem like figgy got a either he fell and got cut or dude slashed him with a knife but he got a fucking cut from like his wrist to his elbow it was mm. like 14 14 staples or some shit they tied him up it looked like firecrackers he has a big ass scar it was like probably one of them sing towel bottles but they were throwing bottles and shit and um and then we got into our van everyone's like get in the van get in the van we get in the van and we're leaving and we're driving past them, and it looked like a fucking like war movie where everyone's laid out, just like, Ugh, and their girlfriends are like holding their heads up and Jesus. like, like patting their blood and shit, and they're just like, Ugh, like towels on their face and shit. And we're yeah. passing by them, like, holy shit, that just happened, like it was crazy, dude. Trying to put up a good
0: fight. So that fight started because Jake was dissing the band that was playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Pretty much. How dude? many fights do you think you've been in in life, if you could put a number on it? shit
1: like one-on-one fights not not many but like crew fights like that yeah fuck I can't even count dude there was like some shit some shit went down in fucking uh in Mississippi that was a gnarly one she
0: fight some farm boys out there so those fools have big ass hands
1: dude there was like there was some shit going on I can't remember I was hammered but uh but I remember they came in they thought we stole a wedding ring Somebody lost their ring during one of the mosh pits or some shit, and it was, like, all over the news. Like, skaters came and stole a ring, and we're yeah. like, what the fuck? Why do we want a ring? <laughs> like, got so much other shit to steal. But uh, I remember fools coming in, like, big-ass dudes coming into our room and yelling at us, and then and then I look up, like, from a daze, and fucking this fool Rainy. Rainy's a short guy, and this dude was huge. And Rainy's on this dude like a koala and just punching him in the face. Mm-hmm. He's, like, actually, like... The dude's walking around with this dude on him, and he's just going, hitting him in the face, and we got the fuck out of Mississippi. It's
0: a bad place to get stuck. Yeah, dude. We were like, we're out of here,
1: dude. Yeah. This place is not. They fucking hang people here. We're gone. Did you paint out there? No. No. I don't think so. But everywhere I've been to, I've definitely taken, like, marker tags, paint tags. But uh, I've never been to, I've never not not road on shit when mm-hmm. I've been to like places like that.
0: What spot do you feel like you're most proud of?
1: Shit. Most proud of? A spot that I painted? Yeah. Damn. I mean, I guess I'm proud of the ones that have been there forever. What's
0: There's... your what, what's your like longest running fill-in right now?
1: Fuck, dude. That's that's hard. That's hard. Uh, I got a fill-in in fucking Fort Greene from 2003. That's up top on these basketball courts. It's like right by where fucking uh where Biggie Biggie grew up. And uh and uh it's in the Pratt area, you know, Pratt School. Yeah, in Brooklyn. It's in, right? Yeah, it's in that area. And that shit's been there from 2003. That's a good one. There's some cutty ass tags from 2002 that are like deep 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 in Bushwick, like Red Hook, like you know, people are just starting to find these tags because it's it's a uh, you know, Williamsburg is expanding to, like, you know, all of Brooklyn is going to be Williamsburg pretty much. You know, they're like, this is East Williamsburg or some shit. It's like, no, nah, that's Bushwick, dude. That's fucking, <laughs> what do you, they just call it Williamsburg because it's like the, you know, gentrification or whatever. But uh, but people are starting to find these tags that, because we would go to, like, Cuddy Parts of Brooklyn and do shit and then people like gentrification is getting spread out so much over there that people are like what there's a neck face out here from fucking 2002 2003 or some yeah. shit but um I don't know I always try to do like tags in like the most cuttiest places and then when somebody like even if one person sees it I'm always super psyched on that yeah like because I'm like what were you doing there you know like yeah. if someone saw one of those tags in the fucking in the sex tourist area of fucking thailand yeah i'd be like oh, behind the red window what you know are you doing over there i'm like a pillow behind the
0: window yeah like, oh shit i know why a i job was job here i know why i was there <laughs> i don't know what you were doing who do you think has the most tags ever yeah shit mq <laughs> yeah probably That apple just empties markers yeah i've seen more malvo than anything else on my my travels
1: oh yeah in your zone Yeah. He's everywhere, though.
0: Yeah, everywhere. He's
1: everywhere. But um, who else, dude? Who else? J.A.? J.A.? Dessa? I don't know who has the most tags.
0: Shit, I think you just kind of covered it right there. Yeah. (laughs) You feel like Instagram's been, like, good or bad for just, like, graffiti in general?
1: Ooh. Um... One thing it's good for is documenting. It's, you know, I did some shit in SF recently with Katsu. Yeah. And that shit's gone the next day, but you put a video up and thousands of people see it, you know.
0: Yeah, I saw the video of you in like Katsu's studio. Yeah. Like doing a tag.
1: Yeah. And it's like I don't know, man. My my, my whole shit is like I don't know, dude, there, there's some people that are like really popular on Instagram but I've never seen their shit on the streets for real yeah it's like my my whole thing is like you know I guess I'm old school but it's like you got to get your points on the streets and then fucking I'll look at your little Instagram your hashtag
0: yeah <laughs> for sure but uh
1: but no nah, I think it's I think it's good just for like documenting and and you know showing showing your spots I guess but I don't know. There's some fools that just go to an alleyway and do some shit and put it up. And they're like, what? No yeah. way. And it's like, dude, nobody's seen that. Not For one sure. human person saw <laughs> that. It's only been viewed like on your phone. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. It's, uh, you know, people think it's all like it's it's fun and games until you until you get caught. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, I want to do that. I want to I fucking write on some shit. Oh, this guy just wrote on some shit. And now he's fucking blah, blah, blah. like, yeah, go do it go for help yourself yeah and you go out and get bagged and you're like oh this is real I'm sleeping on a roll of toilet paper in the in the fucking jail cell you know and yeah. I got a felony charge it's like yeah get out there and get some if you want but be careful
0: I'm fighting one right now man
1: yeah I just beat one yeah <laughs> yep I just paid my final my final uh my final
0: fee like restitution fee or court fee.
1: yeah restitution fee yeah. exactly But it was like, um, it was two grand to get bailed out, which is some bitch shit to get bailed out. But I had the money, and I was like, I am not staying in here, dude. There's some white dude rapping in there. Oh, God. Where was this? This is here in L.A. L.A. County Jail? Yeah. There's a white dude rapping. He's like... Bro, I rap. He's like, I'm just fu- I just. got wrapped up on some fucking, some shit. Out of like, nowhere, he told you he's that? He's like, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a rapper. I'm, no, nah, I'm sitting there listening to these fucking dudes talk. He's like, I rap. And he's like, he's like, let's hear something in there. Something yeah. in. I was like, oh, man. I was like, I got to <laughs> get out of here. I was like, first, I got to take a shit. I took a shit in front of everyone. Everyone was looking at me. I was like, you know, I've, I've been there a, a, a handful of times where I was like, I don't no shame, dude. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Like, I got to take a shit. I'm taking a shit in jail and then uh this is the second time this has happened to me but I had to wake the dude up to get the toilet paper from under his head he was using it as a pillow you know what I mean I'm like hey so I'm like let me get that and now yeah. he's like oh, oh like Mexican dude or whatever I just pull off a bunch of sheets and give it back to him and go take a shit yeah. and fucking lay back down after but uh But yeah, I had the money. I was like, fuck this. I got wrapped on a Friday. I was like, not going to get out till Monday. Who knows when on Monday? And I was like, dude, I am not staying here the weekend. I was like, if I didn't have money, I would have stayed in there. It would have been no problem. But I was like, I'm out of here, dude. I had my roommate bail me out. Paid him the fucking two G's. That's a $20,000 bail. And then um, paid for the lawyer. Lawyer was five grand. Got hooked up with the lawyer. He got the felony dropped to a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor dropped to a fucking restitution ticket. Whatever the fuck. Yeah. And that was it. It's uh, what is that? Five, six, seven, seven thousand four hundred and twenty-five dollars later. I For got, restitution. I got nothing. No, just total. Okay. I like so getting rest- bailed out.
0: Lawyer. Yeah. And the fucking. The fee. Yeah. Yeah, my bail was like a thousand. I was in South Dakota, Ooh. and uh, it's like a uh, lawyer was like five thousand restitution is going to be 10000 So I'm going to be sixteen grand down. Damn! Yeah. Or just never go there again. Yeah, but I mean, at this point, like, if I have a show on TV, I probably can't be like, you know, because it's an extraditable state. So wow! I might be at the fucking Oscars or what, the Emmys or something. Wow! South Dakota police departments are going to fucking tackle mm-hmm. me from behind.
1: No way, yeah. dude. The price of being on TV. Yeah, dude. What's Damn, the, what's I might the worst have to clear uh, up some of my shit then.
0: I was going to say, I need a Wait, lawyer. what's the worst uh jail story yeah I got it I gotta take a piss first yeah do it. you can just piss outside if you want Doug yeah we gotta film it though should <laughs> 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 we pretend to have an advertiser like the... I don't know who would, we... who would we... so what happened all right first I
1: gotta tell you about when I was locked up here there was a this is how out of it one of the dudes is in there He fucking um, we got our papers and it said our bell on there, and then my shit was twenty thousand, and then this dude, everyone's reading their shit, and then this dude was so burnt, he's like, "Fuck fool," he's like, "My shit's only five hundred dollars," and everyone's like, "What?" Looking at him like five hundred dollars, yeah, and then uh, one of the homies grabs his shit and he looks at him, he's like, "Fool that says fifty (laughs) thousand dollars," I was like, "Oh my god, this dude is doomed." can't even read the fucking zeros what do you have to do to get a 50k bail i have no idea dude i ask no, no questions but he had face tattoos and he was he was on one but yeah. uh all right so gnarliest gel story i've told this a couple times but it's good every time uh dade county miami dade county miami is the gnarliest Situation I've ever been in ever, dude. It was gnarly. And uh so basically we're faded running around for Art Basel or whatever. And fuck Art Basel. Every time I go there, I go to jail. Uh so we're running around doing bad shit. Like we're being bad. Like doing like throwing shit at cars. <laughs> like just hammered doing shit. We had like Hell of fireworks! We're shooting off fireworks in the middle of like um, what's the street by the on the beach, Ocean Ocean Ave or whatever?
0: Miami Beach Street, the one the closest to the water. Yeah, yeah. Were you at a Max Club Deuce? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there? Yeah. The Deuce.
1: I love the Deuce. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Deuce definitely had something to do with this too, probably, (laughs) because we were definitely there for sure. But we're we're lighting off like cakes, like firework boxes, like in the middle of the street, like we should have gone to jail like probably like 10 times before we actually did Mm -hmm. and then we're we're like we have a huge like store display bottle of fucking gray goose like Mm -hmm. a big ass one like this like a half gal i think yeah there's a big ass one like this like and we're drinking this thing and we're like oh this looks like a good spot to paint and uh we don't even have paint markers on us nothing right and we go to this we jump this fence of this like abandoned like building or house or mansion who, who knows what right and we're in there and we're looking around and we're like oh yeah let's fucking go get paint and we'll paint or whatever mm-hmm. and then uh before we could come back there's fucking cops jumping over guns drawn and there i see like my homies getting wrapped up like over there like they're getting bagged and shit and i'm like oh shit and i was like already close to the to the fence like getting ready to leave mm-hmm. and it's fucking dark as hell and um and I'm like oh shit and I'm wearing all black of course and I go and I hide here's the fence and I hide in the crevice of the uh, there was like a little ditch or whatever and I hide in the corner of the fence and the and the and the ditch right and then I'm seeing these fools getting bagged and they're getting like thrown back over the fence and shit and I'm like oh shit and I was like I'm about to get out I'm about I'm about to escape this right and the fucking cop climbs directly over me like, steps over me, doesn't see me, right? And he's on the fence, and he's climbing back over the fence to leave. And he looks down, and he's, like, sees me. You know, I'm like this, like, fucking, like, curled up. And he sees me, like, right, I was, like, so close to getting away. You almost made it. Yeah, this will sees me. He's, like, you motherfucker. And he dro- just drops on onto his knee, like, knees me. Wow, ah, like, just lands on me on his knee, and fucking I get bagged. We all go in um and we're in Dade County and it's just like gnarly yeah it is the gnarliest place ever like fools are whiling out in there like it was like
0: it was just lawless in there I'm trying to it's get like, a better picture like what was happening like, what did you see when you walked into the holding cell
1: I don't know it was just like it was like crazy crazy in there but then there was like this kid in there who got bagged for like having coke on him or some shit this little white kid and um And this kid is in there, and he's fucking crying. He's like, bawling, crying like like sob mode. He's like, (laughs) like that and shit. And I was like, we're me and my homies. I'm there. I'm in there with three homies, and we're just like, oh my god, dude. The one place you're not supposed to cry is here. Like, you know what I mean? Like don't you watch any movies dude like this is not yeah. the place like man up you're supposed and, like, to punch the first dude straight, right? straight something like that <laughs> do something dude try to look as sketchy as possible or something but this dude's crying like a girl just like ooh, ooh. and then there's like huge huge ass dudes going up to him like shut the fuck up motherfucker like shut up like there's motherfuckers in here that got a reason to cry quit crying bitch like all this shit, and we're like, holy shit! Like, thank God this fucking dude's in here because he's taking all the heat yeah. off of us. You know what I mean? And then also, there's another dude. There's another like a uh, uh, big white guy. He looked like a child molester. He had these little ass glasses. His eyes are super close, and he's sitting the furthest back. And he's just he's just staring like this. He's just staring into nothing. And we're like, nobody even talked to that dude. Like yeah. that dude looks cr- something. He did something right. <laughs> And then, um, but yeah, so this dude's crying and shit. He's like, Aah. and then he's like, they're like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. He's like, my mom's going to get me out of here. He
0: actually said that out loud. Yes. Wow. And then the dudes are like,
1: motherfuckers in here don't have mom, bitch. <laughs> he's like, shut the fuck. They're spitting on him and shit. And yeah. we're like, holy shit. Like this dude's getting like fucked with gnarly. And then, um, and then uh, they bring out the fucking, uh, kool-aid they call it kool-aid the jim jones it's just colored water and they bring it out in one of those fucking gatorade tanks or whatever and they bring it to your cell and we're uh we had felony trespassing charged because trespassing is a felony out there i guess Mm -hmm. but um we had felony trespassing and they gave it to the uh to the misdemeanor cell first like misdemeanor dudes are over here and then felons are over here Mm mm-hmm and that's why that fucking dude was just, like, staring into who knows what. That white dude. He was in the felony tank? Yeah. We he were in he the, must have done
0: something fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. That's why
1: nobody was fucking with him. And he just, like, had these, like, little ass, like, Incredible Hulk shorts. And he's just, like, just looking into nothing. And we're like, oh, what, the, what did that dude do? But, uh, so they're like, fuck that. They're like, felons get the Jim Jones first. Felons get the Jim Jones first. We did a gnarlier crime. Like, why are they getting the Kool-Aid first? Or some shit because they gave it to misdemeanors. And then, um, time and time goes by. They gave us like some fucking bologna sandwiches. I only eat the bologna. And then um, I'm making like faces out of the bread and shit, like just like killing time or whatever. Like making like little bread sculptures and shit. And the whole time, this fool's getting fucking getting like bitched out at or whatever. And they end up calling. They end up uh, calling him Prince. And then everything he would say would was wrong. They'd be like. They'd be like, uh, "Here's your food," and he's like, "Oh, I'm not eating that. Like, fucking, like, it has cheese or some shit. Like, saying shit like that." And dudes are like, "What the fuck you say, motherfucker?" Like, just, like <laughs> shit, he was blowing it so hard.
0: You was know, he lactose like, intolerant or was he just too nervous to eat? Who knows, dude? Probably lactose, but he was like,
1: he everything he said was wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They'd be like, he'd be like, "I'm getting bailed out," and they'd be like. Oh, must be nice, motherfucker or some yeah. shit. That's like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> but they ended up calling him Prince, and they called him Prince the whole time. They're like, shut the fuck up, Prince. They're like, they would be pissed off just walking and just spit on him, Just spit on his face, and he was like, like whatever. And then like, and then um, what else happened? So we got thrown into like uh general population with all these fools, and they're watching like the uh, Miami U game in there. And some fool's in there. He's like, that's my cousin. He's fucking sick as fuck. And then we're watching this football game, black and white TV. Mm-hmm. And in order to change the channel, the, the TV's like in the hallway. And they give them a, they give you a stick. And to change the channel, you put the stick through the bars to change the channel or some shit. And they're like, there's no sound or whatever. But uh, they're watching the football game. And um, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to sleep. And I go and find a bunk bed. We got uniforms and shit. Like, we were in there to stay. Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh. I go to find a bunk bed, and I go sit down on this bunk bed, and this dude comes up to me. He's like, hey, dog. He's like, you can't sleep there. I'm like, oh, all right. And He's like, like, that's my bed. And I'm like, all right. And then I was like, is anyone sleeping under it? He's like, no, that's all you. I was like, all right. So I go under this dude's bunk bed, and it's like my face is like an inch from this dude's back or whatever, you know, but it was the only place to sleep. And I'm like laying under this bunk bed. And then um, earlier, earlier in the day, no, that's that's when we got bagged in Boston. That's not true. But our friend, uh, our friend's aunt came and bailed us out, like, ended up getting us out of there. Like, But we were in there, like, getting ready to, like, stay for who knows how long. But yeah. they were, like, called our names up, and we were like, oh, shit, we're out of here. And we all got let out at separate times. And it was so gnarly that when I got let out, I didn't know – where I was at, I just ran in one direction. I got out, and I looked to the left, looked to the right, and I was like, I'm running to the right. Yeah. And I just ran as far as I could away from that place. I got my shit and just took off running. And then I finally when I ran out of breath, I was like, I was like, all right, let me figure out where I'm at. <laughs> and then I figured mm-hmm. out where I was at, went back, um, went back to the fucking house that we were staying at, changed my shirt. Adam, got out of my jail clothes and then um i went to like the liquor store and i bought like all this pro club shit like just like you know like just got out of my gel clothes bought pro club like thick white tees yeah white tees yeah. and like new shorts and shit and then i went to the party that, that was going on or whatever and then i was at the party and i was like i just got out and everyone was like <laughs> what no way and then um and then yeah dade county was the
0: gnarliest that sounds gnarly Really not. You know that feeling when you get out of jail and you're like, I can't believe that people think this could rehabilitate someone? Oh, man. Like, it just how horrible the experience is. Like, it's just such a terrible experience to be in jail. And, Dude. like, the only opportunity for you in there is, like, criminal networking. Like, you're more likely to meet some sketchy fool who would, like, give you work outside of jail than you are to ever, like, reflect on what you did. <laughs>
1: yeah. And think about it. We're in there for, like, at the most, what, two days,
0: a weekend? Yeah. Or some shit. These dudes are in there for months, years, and counties too, so with new fucking fresh blood every day cycling through, like trying to get bailed out. Just that constant environment of anxiety, of like fool's like it's like that revolving door. Died. No one died. It doesn't matter though. We got two. We got two rocking at this point. No one's fucking even watching the screen. Yeah, we're we're approaching the podcast length now. Yeah, we're about an hour in the game. So yeah, it was a fast hour, right? Yeah, it's my first podcast. It's just cause shit's pretty fun, bro. I
1: did um. I did that nine club podcast and that was four hours.
0: Was it fun? Yeah. Four hours is crazy. Yeah.
1: Dang. But I could do it. Yeah. it <laughs> just got stories like, for days. Yeah. It's like if I was like struggling on answering questions, I'd be like, Uh when we gonna end this or whatever, but
0: Yeah. I got answers. <laughs> Definitely. So as far as like New York gentrifying and whatnot, like I'm sure you have some perspective on that, but for me, like every art student I know. From every like suburban state in the country like connecticut indiana like it's all destination bushwick
1: oh yeah bushwick is the destination and bushwick is even is even expensive now but before it used to be downtown like les was like you would go to new york to live there yeah because it was a cheaper cheaper zone you know what i mean but then everyone got pushed out to fucking williamsburg and then all the like skaters and artists and shit. we're all living in williamsburg and then everyone's like oh this is where all the young people are yeah and then they're like all right this is the new spot williamsburg and then williamsburg gets blown out and williamsburg gets gentrified because all the all the 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 hip kids make it cool over there Vice. and that gets blown out yeah and then fucking it starts spreading and then it's just like you know bushwick's like i guess one of the last neighborhoods that's just getting touched
0: yeah it's pretty it's pretty far gone. Yeah,
1: that Bushwick's fucking you know, I I when I went out there last and I was in Bushwick and we were going to like coffee shops and shit out there, I was yeah. like, What? There wasn't shit out here. There wasn't even delis out here. Like this is
0: crazy. Is there an area of LA that you feel that same way about? What, that it was that it's changed? Yeah, like on an extreme level like that. I mean, you know what? Like in in
1: LA like so this is how I think about it. In LA When I see that shit happen, it's expected. You know what I mean? Like, if I see a fucking organic dog food place pop up, I'm not like, what? This was this before or whatever. I'm like, ah, of course, it's fucking L.A. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not tripping, like, at all. You know what I mean? But, like, when you're in New York and you start seeing that shit happen to New York, like, you're like, New York's supposed to be raw, rough, and rowdy, you know what I mean? And then when you see... Their, their neighborhoods and shit getting taken over you're like what mm-hmm. this is happening here like you guys are letting this happen to your city like what the fuck and mm-hmm. so it's like more of a more of a, a impact when it's ha- when it's happening to a place that you never thought it would happen at but in la if some shit turns into a fucking plastic surgery spot you're not really surprised it's you know like typical I mean?
0: yeah what about the bay
1: i mean sf smoked sf is like There's still some gnarly shit. There's still the tenderline in SF, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's pretty teched out over there. And um my friends, I got friends that are still out there that are still keeping it raw. And uh if I didn't have those those friends there, I wouldn't go out there. Yeah. It's just like, you know, my friends my friends are like the, the rawest thing that are still there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're they're starting to get pushed out. Yeah. So it's like fools are starting to move to Oakland. And then Oakland's becoming like the Williamsburg, you know what I mean? And then, like, Oakland's starting to get expensive. And now people are getting pushed out to, like, further and further and shit. So it's, like, it's happening everywhere. But
0: You ever think about just giving up on some of these these places and just, like, fucking around with, like, cities that you can just do your own thing in? Like, Kansas City or, like, Albuquerque or something? Like, a city that, that where you don't have to constantly deal with that, like, that cycle of, like, people being pushed out and like things getting fried and like you having to like don't trip. There goes that one. Do you ever feel like you just want to go to like a fucking weird ass place and just like make your own shit happen?
1: Not yet. To me, this is a weird ass place, LA. And it's like, I, I'm so in my own world that I could like, I could pretty much be anywhere. You know what I mean? But like, I'm out here because the weather, obviously the fucking skating, you know, I skate every day. And, uh, I got so many homies out here, but for me, as long as I'm like, you know, like, you know, this, seeing that shit happen kind of motivates me because I'll see like the craziest, like LA to LA out, la out people, you know, like Hollywood plastic surgery, Beverly Hills type shit. You know, I see that and I'm just like, all right, just don't be that just be everything opposite of that and you'll be good. And I'm like, you know, so so I see all I see all this shit happening and I'm like, all right, just go against I I've always gone against the grain, you know? So seeing that kind of motivates me to be like, all right, I'm I'm the only weirdo, you know? I like being the only weirdo. And um uh, and I just see these people and I'm like, all right, just don't be that. Fuck that dude, you know? It, I turn the negative into a positive. Yeah. You know, like I got a fucking um I got a painting that I did of a guy shooting off a, a, a couple's faces with a shotgun that they're talking about their yoga mats. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's inspired from here. And it's like funny. Mm. You know, I hear people talking about their yoga mats. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, what the fuck is this? You shit? never
0: done yoga before?
1: No way. <laughs> I haven't either. Liquid yoga.
0: What does that, what's that mean? <laughs> that
1: means you fucking, instead of stretching, you drink a bunch of beers and you get loose. And yeah, you're good to
0: go. Like physically bloated.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, you get loose like before skating. Yeah. You just drink some beers and you're like, oh, my fucking knee, or like, oh, I wish I would have stretched or whatever. You drink a couple beers, you're like, what stretch? Yeah. <laughs> and then Liquid when you yoga. think
0: about you know gentrification, you just remember. What is Here that? Go. What do you, what happens?
1: So I blew their blew their faces off on the paper.
0: I'm saying what happens? More hose.
1: More hose, straight <laughs> up. More hose, and then um. But
0: yeah. I,
1: I I see whack ass people and I get inspired. Mm. It's funny. Like I used to live on Melrose and see like the worst,
0: worst people every day. There's some swag <laughs> demons out there.
1: And it's like I'd rather see some like worse I you know, that shit's all that's like a TV show. You know, I just turn I just walk outside
0: and watch the show. Yeah. It's like funny to me. That place is fucking crazy. The Melrose mix.
1: Oh my god, it's crazy now. When I lived there it wasn't that crazy. Now it's nuts like fucking shoes and
0: yeah, resale and everything. Even obviously during the pandemic right now, I saw like 40 people masked up in a line for this like not that sick shoe store. And I'm like, what are you guys trying to get? Cool Kicks. Yeah, Cool Kicks. It's called Cool Kicks, bro. I'm getting some weak ass it's fucking. Some weak ass recycled Air Max shit. Like, I've been rocking the, the TNs. What's that? It's like this Air Maxes, they like rock in Australia, like all the jailbirds out there. It's like Sick. the Air Max TNs that fools like stab each other and like, like Bogans wear. Sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. But fucking, what do you think about those kids? Who? Melrose Swag Demons.
1: Oh man. They're going to find out real quick that none of that shit matters. Yeah. <laughs> What's you know, like when the shit hits the fan, what are your shoes going to do?
0: Cards full? It's good, we'll just keep rocking. Two minutes left. So, oh good. See, we got the new cameras in here. We got this is a four cam podcast. This is serious. Damn, we
1: deaded three already.
0: Yeah, yeah, but these. Uh, I, I know what you mean. I feel kind of bad for a lot of these kids. Like I feel like they have like Ohio vibes.
1: Yeah, they think that that they think that having the newest gear is gonna make them sick, and it's like, dude, it's not. It's like you got cool. You got every Jordan. Cool. You got every jersey. Every throwback big head shirt, NBA big head or whatever, you know what I mean? like. But you can't fucking hold a conversation.
0: So what do you think makes somebody sick?
1: I think what makes somebody sick is doing whatever the fuck they want and not caring what other people think. Mm -hmm. Doing your own thing. Like you, do your own shit. You're not copying anybody, you know what I mean? I'm not copying anybody. My homies aren't copying anybody. They're just them, you know what I mean? They're not like, damn, I got to get the newest fucking a Gucci sweater or whatever that comes out I gotta get this Travis Scott shit and then fucking maybe I'll be I'll be cool but it's like nah dude just fucking hold the conversation talk to someone and fucking be outside and hang out with your friends don't so, fucking so why
0: do you think they like they're so pushed toward that like consumerism shit like, wh- fuck
1: I have yeah. no idea they just see that shit on TV Instagram they fucking think that likes matter it's yeah. like dude until your likes start adding up to money Don't mean shit. Right. You know what I mean? It's like that whole, like, cool, you got a million likes on that photo, Mm -hmm. but for what? Nothing. But it's like, all right, you got a million likes and you got a shirt on that you made that you're going to sell. There you go. There it is. Cool. You're smart. There you go. You're Mm -hmm. thinking. But it's like, I don't know. I think it's some Instagram. I think it's some Instagram shit where it's like everyone's like, everyone has the same shit, dude. And it's like, I'm trying to just, I'm trying to be. The most not same shit as anybody can be. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, against the grain. Go against the grain, dude. Do your own shit. Damn, my Uncle Jeff just texted me. He's like,
0: he's like, yo, are you interviewing Neckface? No way. How yeah. does he know? He's sick. Should we FaceTime him in right now? <laughs> Uncle Jeff? Yeah. Should we, should we say what's up to him? Yeah. yeah. My Uncle Jeff's sick. How old is he? I think he's like 35 or something. He's like an old school skater from Westchester. Yo, yo, yo. We had to FaceTime you in and say what's up. Uncle Jeff. Yo, what's up, man? Damn, you look too young to be
1: an uncle, dude. Yeah, <laughs> well.
0: How old are you? Uh, 25. I just had to bring you into the podcast real quick. We're doing a podcast, and I was like, my Uncle Jeff's the shit. Sick. I appreciate it. What's
1: the worst thing he's ever taught you?
0: Uh, probably the... We, we saw that movie Funny People back in the day. Do You remember that movie Funny People? Like, I was 12 years old. It's like a... Judd Apatow movie with, like, insane sexual <laughs> sexual dialogue. And my grandparents and mom were, like, kind of not trying to have it me see shit like that. <laughs> it was a little inappropriate for a film, yeah. yeah, but it was sick because me and Uncle Jeff used to do, like, the... We used to do shit in New York that I wasn't allowed to do. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, dude. He was the first family member of mine to figure out that I smoked weed. Oh. I don't know how. Of course, dude. It didn't take much time. <laughs> No, because I was rapping about blunts and my aunt. I don't think she knew what I was talking about. And Uncle Jeff was like, "No, he smokes blunts of like weed." And I was like, "Fuck!" And then and my whole family just knew that I was high. Of course, that the summer, uncle. eighth grade summer, I, family vacation hit different because fools knew that I was <laughs> THC
1: powered. It's always Uncle. My Uncle Gabriel was like, "You smoke weed?" He's like, "I was like, nah." And he's like, "Well, if you want to smoke weed, get it for me, and I won't tell your mom or whatever." I'm like. That's a classic <laughs> uncle right there, dude. That's what yeah, an uncle's dude. supposed to do. Looking out for
0: you. Yeah. yeah. Well, fucking shout out to the MVP Uncle Jeff right here. <laughs> all right, I'll let you guys get back to it. All right, man. Good talking to you. Cheers. All right. Peace, man. <laughs> fucking awesomest uncle of all time. <laughs> uncle Jeff's the shit. All uncles. Dude. He's my uncle-in-law, that's why.
1: I'm actually an uncle now. I just turned into an uncle. My little brother had a baby. And now I'm an uncle. So now I got a role. I gotta give this fool his weed for the first time. I gotta give him his first Playboy. Yeah. All that good shit that uncles do.
0: You're probably gonna give him the Playboy. It's gonna be bun. It's gonna go online and be like, oh my
1: God. Yeah. Some girl I know, is, she's like all fired up that she's in Playboy. I'm like, I'm about to go buy the issue. She's like, it's online only. Uh, Playboy's online only? Yeah. Dude. And I was like, well, that's weak, dude. And I was like, so
0: you can't, like, discover it, like, the center folds like, stuck together?
1: No, I can't even fucking get the pages and put them on the wall or nothing. I'm not print it out. I don't got a printer.
0: Yeah, you don't have a printer? No. Damn.
1: I got a Kinko's.
0: Do they ever freak out when they... I remember one time, like, I tried to get, like, a disposable camera adapted and it had, like, some, like, POV, like, <laughs> POV, like, blowjob shots. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like... In action, tagging photos and then I went in to get it and they like wouldn't give me the photos I guess someone on like the developing side it was actually Walgreens in Seattle I guess they would like seen it or some shit and like they were just like not gonna give it to me that's fucking weak dude yeah.
1: that is whack they're supposed to have your back cause they already have a <laughs> shitty job Fucking working at
0: Walgreens, dude. It's always the low-level employees who like inherit the fucking aggressive attitude of like the people who yeah, don't yeah. What do pay you think you're anymore. gonna run fucking Walgreens and own the store? That's why loss prevention blows my mind. What's loss prevention? Just like when you were like, if you ever get caught racking like at a, some shitty chain store, and one of these employees like your age is like like so fucking angry at you. Was <laughs> blowing me up. You know what I'm saying? Like I you told ever, you to turn your phone off. I mean, I did until Uncle. We had to tap him on Uncle's Yeah. You ever be, like, trying to, like, take something stupid, like, at Walmart? Someone, like, freaks out? Like superheroes? You, no, but, like, an employee your age. Oh. It blows my mind, like. Like, never dude, that happen let, before? No, just, like, <laughs> I, but I know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah. dude, just let it go, man. It's fucking. <laughs> yeah, like, George tried to waistband a big crate of blueberries. He put it in his waistband, <laughs> and people were fucking pissed at him. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was still out there and tell the story, but, yeah, they they were, like, beefing, like. Heavy,
1: what do you care about these blueberries? For?
0: Exactly. All right. Well, this is the podcast. I'm about to wrap it up. Anything What's it else? called? I don't know. Which I don't know what the podcast is going to be called. I don't want to call it the All Gas No Breaks podcast because that seems just kind of like green thumb to be like. It's just like, I don't just, gotta I want to just Got to branch out to
1: your to a new a new level, dude. Yeah,
0: I want to brand it in a way that is like a little bit different. RV. I really like the name RV Talk. RV talk. Cause we've already kind of built that as like the setting for the show. But I just like don't want people to think it's like some van life, like Santa Barbara tapestry shit. Rv,
1: RV talk,
0: RV talk, R V. RV 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 talk.
1: RV there yet?
0: RV There yet? <laughs> 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 what if it was like here, should I go to the suggestions real quick? Because I got I got four thousand suggestions, but some of them were pretty fucking R V talk. Someone over tight. Somebody said underbelly. It's terrible. Underbelly? Yeah. Uh, Fully chubbed. People are just saying, people are just trolling me right now. The gas station? No. No. Uh, All pod, no brakes? You said all pod, no cast. Do you like that one? All Uh, pod,
1: no cast. I mean, yeah, but then. When you start something else out, it's gonna have to be all something, no something.
0: Right. I just like RV talk because that's what this is, right? Yeah. We're RV, in an RV talk. Our fucking cameras are dying all the time. Yep. This setup is grimy.
1: RV talk. But how can you separate it from RV talk to, to RV podcast? I don't know.
0: RV talk. RV talk. Is that what it is? Yeah. This is RV talk. Yeah, yeah. You're watching first episode. That's the only active camera. RV talk. RV talk. First episode, we deaded
1: three cameras.
0: Episode one.
1: Episode one, nasty neck.
0: 90 minutes, you will never get back. And we got hell in the background. It's hot in here. We were in Central Africa, but those days are over. Yep. All right, shit. We killed that one, huh?